Welcome to the Stormy Night Stories podcast. Today's episode will be called The More Twigs, the Better. The tug of war of hot and cold was in full effect in the Aurora Mountains. Spring had finally graced its presence, but with how everything was, well, seasons never really meant much up here anyways. The days were sunny and bearable, but the nights were grueling and frigid. The birds chirped and cherry blossoms bloomed, but the wind made sure their fun didn't last. The plant life was rich and green as ever, but splotches of snow still persisted in shady spots. To the animals of the Aurora Mountains, this was normal. This was home. One such animal, a small monkey, would be found swinging on trees and looking for berries, its favorite thing next to hot springs. Its thick white fur made it thrive in the cold, and its red skin soaked up the sun's rays every morning. But even these qualities didn't help it much in the face of the blizzards. See, in the Aurora Mountains, every so often until spring's end, a great blizzard would rage. During this time, it was imperative that every animal seek shelter. But on one foreboding night, the monkey was behind schedule. As it held its dinner in its hands, the monkey looked back every so often. Each time the albino cyclone drew closer and closer, until its home was covered in snow once more. Hail flew like a flurry of bullets, and it was hard to make out what was just inches in front of it. The biting cold started to penetrate even the monkey's thick fleece, and snowflakes shrouded its eyes. The snow that had piled over the lime-colored grass in mere minutes started constricting its ankles. It was all too much to bear. The monkey tripped and fell, losing its colorful berries to the abyss of snow. It seemed all was lost. In the darkness of night, despair clung to the monkey spreading across the Aurora Mountains. But in this same darkness, a light source kindled in the distance. It was an ember of comfort in the harsh cold. As the monkey drudged towards it, the ember turned to a flame, then a fireball, and finally a great bonfire. The magnificence of it all would have been irresistible to look at, but something else snagged the monkey's attention away. A pile of nuts and fruit far bigger than the rations the monkey lost. With a salivating mouth, the monkey rushed over to the pile of provisions. Careful, you steal dinner for him, for you might be next. The monkey froze in terror as a sharp hissing voice surrounded the campsite. But as fresh as the food looked, it seemed to be completely abandoned. Who could this voice possibly belong to? Who's there? The monkey inquired. I'm sorry, I was just hungry and... 
<laughs> Pranks my favorite, aside from tricks and locks. Do not worry, for no use for me anyway. You may have it. Did it say twigs and logs? The monkey looked back at the bonfire to discover that it had shown a face. Brighter shades of yellow and white mixed together to form what looked like eyes and a mouth. That bone-chilling voice the monkey heard was coming from the seemingly warm and inviting bonfire. Uh, thanks, the monkey said, hesitantly sitting down and grabbing a large berry. I didn't know fire could talk. I've never been close to a campsite because of the humans. The bonfire's expression turned sour. Yes, the humans. Such traitors. They leave as soon as they create. The monkey looked on in confusion, berry juice dripping down its face. Humans create me. Stay warm because of me. Then leave. The bonfire droned on, taken by a spiteful rage. Humans don't want me. Just warmth. But you, you not human, are you? The monkey swallowed quickly to answer. No, I'm not human. I'm sorry they abandoned you. You're very warm, and your food is very tasty. The bonfire's anger extinguished, and it paused for a moment. You're staying here tonight. You'll be my friend. I hope you stay warm. The monkey was perplexed by the offer. It seemed too good to be true. Just moments before, it was buried in a frosty grave. But this mysterious being offered it food and warmth, with the perk of a new friend. Before the monkey could even answer, it felt the warm fog of drowsiness overtake it. The bonfire looked on as its new friend fell asleep. With an accomplished smile, it dreamt of the possibilities. They would play together every day, keeping each other warm during blizzard nights. This would last for all their years, or at least many years, or many months, or weeks, or days. Maybe the monkey would leave in the morning. The bonfire's fear rekindled once more, It stared at the monkey with a nervous hope, and bonfires don't sleep, so it had many hours to let this nervousness brew. In the morning, the sun reflected off of the blinding snow. You could almost see it melt in real time. A thick mist glided over the springs of the mountains, and the resilient cherry blossoms shook their frost off like a dog would shake itself dry. Everything was at peace again. Once the monkey woke up, the bonfire greeted it, and they would play all day. The monkey would see how far it could throw twigs into the bonfire, and the bonfire would spurt out embers as a spectacle for the monkey.
As dawn approached and the sky became a mix of indigo and orange, the monkey knew it was time to go home. Hey, I've had so much fun today, but I gotta go home now. The bonfire frowned as smoke sputtered from its head. The inevitable goodbye was happening. Its worst fears were coming true. But then, I I promise I'll come back in the morning. Promise? The fire lit up. Humans never make promise. This means you're a true friend. The monkey nodded with a grin on its face. Of course, you saved my life after all, and friends don't just abandon each other. This made the bonfire grow almost twice in size. It giggled gleefully at the thought of the blossoming friendship. And just like the monkey said, it was back to play again and again and again. They laughed and played with no end in sight. Their days went so fast that the sun and the moon got dizzy. But with each passing day, although their bond became tighter, a new worry arose for the bonfire. On one chilly morning, the monkey rendezvoused with its infernal friend, but this time it was not greeted with a goofy grin. Next blizzard, tonight, the bonfire remarked as it looked to the gray, swirling sky. It was less of a roaring fire and more like a dwindling flame. Its face was scrunched together with a dire expression, like it was sinking back into the ash that produced it. Need more tricks, more wood. The monkey, stunned, looked around frantically. There were trees all around them, but somehow it seemed like finding enough wood would be a daunting task. Oh no, I'm sorry, buddy. I had no idea. I'll be right back. I... Friends, will I die tonight? The bonfire muttered with the last of its strength. Of course not. You're going to be fine, the monkey said with a facade of determination. It sprinted off and jumped up into the trees, swinging from branch to branch, finding as many twigs as it possibly could carry. It was left to think on its own. Was the monkey at fault for this? It was the only one capable of refueling its friend with firewood, so why didn't it pay more attention? After the bonfire saved its life, how could the monkey be so selfish as to not keep it alive? To make up for this oversight, the monkey spent most of the day on its errand. When it returned, the sun was already retreating behind the mountain ridge. The monkey dumped all of its findings into the ash pile, and the bonfire soared higher than ever. Took too long! I could have died, the bonfire scolded. I'm sorry, I went as fast as I... Friends don't abandon each other. Are you not friend? Shame and guilt swirled in the monkey's stomach with a hint of anxiety. 
Although the bonfire emitted light, all the monkey could feel was a dark shadow being cast over it. The monkey felt too guilty to go home that night, so it stayed with the bonfire through the grueling blizzard. After all, friends don't abandon each other, right? In the morning, the monkey did not wake to the imposing, scary bonfire from the night before, but rather the jolly and comforting bonfire that it always knew. The bonfire played and laughed like always, and the monkey wanted to share its enthusiasm, but something was wrong. Interactions soon became a dance around the bonfire rather than with it. When the bonfire got even an inch smaller, the monkey would be on the hunt for more twigs. I'm tired, it would say, standing taller than some of the trees in the woods. But the monkey wouldn't argue against this. It would stay with the bonfire on an empty stomach for fear that they would never see each other again. Even when the bonfire had its usual goofy grin, the monkey could only see the ghost of a furious scowl. It prayed that it would never see that look again. More tricks, the bonfire shouted as it danced erratically one evening. We must play forever. Dancing wildly, embers flew from its flashy body. They would land on grass like mini firecrackers and some flew up into the trees. Some of these embers even spread through some small leaves that were not overtaken by frost. The monkey looked on in terror as these little flecks of destruction threatened its home. It quickly climbed up the trees and snuffed out the flames with its tail, shaking the branches and causing some snow to collapse. What are you doing? The bonfire snapped. It's very dangerous. What am I doing? I'm protecting my home. Listen, if you keep growing, you'll burn the whole forest down. <coughs> the bonfire scoffed while maintaining its frown. Funny monkey, you worried about trees, yet bring me wood to burn. You not care about trees. Don't put this on me. If I never met you, I would... Be dead, the bonfire interrupted. You would be dead and have no friends. Lose me, lose all friends. The monkey trembled, not knowing if it was from fear or cold. The clouds that nestled the Aurora Mountains swirled into a cyclone once more. The night sky of magentas and indigos homogenized into gray. Another blizzard was coming. Looking once more at the bonfire, the monkey knew its choices were up. I can't keep doing this, it murmured with a tearful expression. And those were its parting words. It turned around and sprinted in the opposite direction. It could hear the bonfire's shrieks echo through the hollows as it made its way home. 
Tears fell from its face and froze in midair as the temperature dropped. The monkey found its den inside of a hole in a large tree and buried its head in leaves. Given the bonfire's size, it was likely to survive the night, which is why the monkey never went back. It stayed in its tree for days, only leaving occasionally for nuts that landed nearby. The bonfire did indeed survive that night, but as more blizzards came, it got smaller and smaller. It shrieked and wailed every night, knowing that it would one day never feel again. And when that day came, it would be alone. On the last day of spring, when the blizzards became fewer in number, one final storm arrived before the dry season. The bonfire, with its base reduced to soot, knew that all was lost. It closed its eyes and let a veil of snow take it. As the soft snow touched its body, a tss sound rung out quietly. But the bonfire was not met with the cold darkness of death. As it opened its eyes, it found itself transformed into a cloud of vapor. It felt light and full at the same time. It didn't have a constant craving for wood, and best of all, it could move around at will. It didn't understand. It once viewed its woodpile as its life support, but in reality, it was a shackle. This realization should have made it happy, but instead, it started crying as rain fell from its body. It realized that it was holding its only friend in a prison of guilt, all so they could keep playing. But the monkey breaking free was exactly what the both of them needed. The cloud knew what it needed to do with its new abilities. It floated around for hours in search of its invaluable friend, until it saw the monkey resting in its tree. As they locked eyes, the monkey was at first confused, and then bewildered, as the cloud said, I'm sorry, friend. Thank you for listening to the Stormy Night Stories podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider checking the links down below.